live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hey, good morning. This is Doreen. And I'm Michelle. We are here this morning bringing you our the debut of our show, The right. Black and White of Real Estate. Yes, so, ma'am. So, Michelle, let's tell our listeners how this all came about. Well, I think we had one of those really interesting real estate days, if I remember correctly. No, girl, we were in a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what started it all, though. Real estate, I have found real estate to be incredibly exciting. No two transactions are exactly alike, and neither is every day. You just, you never have the same thing um, from day to day. So... We had one of those days, and I think we just felt like we needed to get away and have a little happy hour. Isn't that correct? Yes, yes, yes. We were, I remember that. It was just a a biatch day. (laughs) (laughs) It was was a biatch day, and... um, I think what we did, we ended up with Landry's in Galveston. That's right. Thank you, Mr. Fertitta. Yes. You gave us that opportunity. Happy hour. <laughs> happy hour. It was very happy. And what, what did we have? We had like some martinis. I think it was the lemon drop. Yes. Which are pretty good there, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Don't have them often, but yeah. They also, I had the, the red one, the pomegranate. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. Like, I don't know martinis. It just sounded good that it's day. It's alcohol, girl. It's alcohol. <laughs> So we're talking about, because we kicked around this show for a while in our heads, and then mm-hmm. lo and behold, you came up with? Well, I kind of was being a little smart alecky. That you were, that you were. <laughs> I just turned to you and I said, what about the black and white of real estate? And I thought you were going to slap me at first. <laughs> you see, I'm the brown girl. And I am definitely the white girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm glowing the dark white. <laughs> no tan exists in my life at all. But I thought it was a great idea, Michelle. Well, you know, I after we kind of laughed and giggled about it, it, it really made sense, honestly. Yeah. Um, real estate has a lot of gray in it. True. Um, but we wanted to do something fun and exciting, and black and white just seemed logical. I mean, it, it just fit for us, for our personalities, and for the message that we want to deliver. So, so we want to make this hip and fun, but behind the scene, this is a, we're going to talk real estate. Correct. So tell... And community. Let, and community and lifestyle. That's right. And what's, what's happening in the community. We'll give out some of our faves and things like mm-hmm. that. But let's talk a little bit about, share with our listeners something about you. Oh my goodness. And then I will share something about me. So you want me to focus on real estate related? Whatever you want to talk Mm. about, girl. Well, I think one of the other reasons that we decided to do this is you have had experience um, as a a show host Mm -hmm. on the radio, on um, internet radio. Yes. And then I also have a background in television, film, and radio. I had a show in Houston for a while on... And you were on TV too. And so it, yes, and it just kind of, it fit for both of us to be able to do this. So that's a little bit of my background is television, film, radio, but um, I've been in real estate since 2005. That's a uh, long time. Oh, girl, it is. But you Mm. know, it's great. Like I said um, a minute ago, everything every day is unique and interesting. And you are new to real estate, fairly new is in the grand scheme of things. I'm a newbie. You are, and you're doing, you are rocking it, girl. 
Yeah, thank you. But it's hard work. But you know what, Michelle? I celebrated my one-year anniversary last month, and you didn't remember. Well, you weren't with me when you started. <laughs> well, that's a, that's another story. We're not going there. So we're going to celebrate the one year that you're with us. It had, no, that's one coming year up. that I got that my... That is coming up in November. I do remember that. The one year that I got my real estate license was August 22nd. Well, then we need to have a party at our sales meeting. Lemon drop martinis. Well, not at 10 in the morning. (laughs) We'll go do that party later. (laughs) Yes, but so as a newbie, I find real estate fascinating. Of course, I, I do other things other than real estate. I write, I teach, but I just find real estate fascinating because when you meet, um, I just um, experienced this yesterday. And, and so you have those realtors that have been in the business 20 plus years like you have. And I love how they come up with, as per contract, <laughs> I mean, they bring out all of the, the nuances. And when you go like, as per contract, you want to go like, shush. <laughs> but the way that they say it, and so real estate is really fascinating. It also is the part where, at the end of the day, you're really helping a family move into their dream house. It's the American dream. It and is. So at the end of the day, you know, do the best you can. And that's my, my thing. I want to do the best I can for my clients, whether I'm selling or buying and uh, make sure that it's the right thing with integrity. Absolutely. You know, and, and you said something that to me is so important and, and I have to kind of digress and take a step back real quick. But when I, when I got married in 1980, that was a long, that was time. a long time ago, 1984. <clears throat> and I was young. I think I was 22 at the time. You know, somebody's out there calculating how old you are. Yeah, that's okay. I'm go, <laughs> go for it. My logo, we were like, we'll talk about that in a minute. The logo makes me look 20 years younger. So I love Angela. But, um, I didn't know what to do with my life. You know, I was newly married and didn't know what direction I wanted to go. And my late husband was a chiropractor. And so I think he wanted me to work in the office. That's, you know, chiropractic, I think 101, they teach you to hire, you know, your CA and make her your wife. But um, that's a whole other story. So I, we were talking about what to do. And he said, well, why don't you get into real estate? He evidently saw something in me that I didn't see. And uh, I looked at him and I said, I don't want to sell dirt. I knew nothing Nothing. about real estate. I'd lived in an apartment all my life. So owning a home or buying a home was something that was so foreign to me. And as we progressed through life, um, and of course I learned more as I grew up, and we started investing in property. And I really found a love for it. And what has been so incredibly rewarding is exactly what you just said. Helping people achieve a goal, whether it's, their first time to buy a home and that's their dream or whether they're moving their family um, into a home that they can raise their children and make memories or whether it's an investor buying property to grow a portfolio. Yeah. And I recently sold an industrial complex in Houston. So it's run the gamut for me having been in it this long. And it's just it's an incredible profession to to be involved in, especially it's, right now. It's very rewarding. And as a newbie, um, I am the newbie uh, one year. It, it's, you know, I, um, I'm doing quite well, I must say, myself. 
But you are. Thank you. But it's about. As your broker. <laughs> say that. You see, Michelle is also my broker and my BFF. But what, what I find so rewarding, as you said, is just knowing that this is a place that a family is going to call home. Yes. Most oftentimes. Or like you said, that investment banker or that investor or, or you know, right working his or her portfolio but I think it's just the idea of getting to know that person and and what is it you know I recently had a a young um, attorney as a client and she says I told them where I want to live and my realtor or whom I thought would be my realtor is showing me places where I don't want to live and so I think one of the things that for one year I find it's very very important to listen I think sometimes we go off the rail uh, as realtors, and I find the most important part is listening intently to what your clients are saying. And I think that probably hits the nail on the head. Number one, listening, and number two, actually returning a call. Oh gosh, don't get me started with and, that. And you know, and I can say I'm guilty of not getting around to doing that as quickly as I would like because things are moving so fast. Um, but that's it. People want to know that you hear them yes. and that you understand what they're looking for. They don't have time to waste. They want someone that that hears what they're saying and works to help them to find whatever their their property goal is. So that's the what, who we are. So Michelle has been, you know, she's 25 years. I'm the newbie, um, but loving it. So let's talk a little bit about we know how we came up with the black and white. We're in the bar and Seawall Boulevard at Landry's drinking martinis. I, I, I'm not going to say how much we had. I didn't have more than two. I don't know how many you had, but I had two. If that's your story, stick to it. It is. <laughs> I'm going to stick to that, too. <laughs> that's my story, and I'm going to stick with it. So then we we love it. We love, love the idea. But it's not because, you see, I'm the brown girl and Michelle is the white girl. It's because in real estate, they're really black and white. That's right. The Very, numbers, I always tell my clients, the numbers don't lie. Correct. So real estate is as per the contract. Yeah, it's black and white. And so I love the name. And when Michelle came up with... Um, the name, I just, light bulbs went off in my head. You know, I don't know if it was the martinis or what, but <laughs> light bulbs went off. So now we're setting about to, we agreed instantly that that's the name of the show. So now we went out we, to get a logo. <laughs> O-M-G. Finding the right logo is like trying to come up with, you know, the right message for your 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 company. It's very difficult. Yes. So many options and it really has to send a message and you found the right person. So we decided we, the show was going to be hip. It's going to be fun. It's going to be informative. It's going to be lifestyle about the movers and shakers in the community. Who's, you know, all the things that make up a community, because at the end of the day, when you buy a home, you're buying it for a reason in a particular community, right? It's generally because of lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. That is, I'd say, 90% of the time why people choose a home. Correct. Is the lifestyle. Even if they're being relocated because of business, they still choose a community because of lifestyle. It it's not school. always predicated by uh, budget. Yeah, it could be school. It could be it's close to restaurants. It's close to retail. It could be yachting, marinas, the, you know, the marinas. Mm-hmm. It could be and you know walking trails, biking right. trails. 
the outdoors. So we knew the concept we had, but then this logo. So after several starts and not going anywhere, we finally found the one. Yes. <laughs> we found the one. And Angela, I'm going to give you a shout out. Angela with, um, Angela's with Houston Directories. Oh, great. Very creative. I haven't had a chance to meet her yet. I've only I have seen never her met work. her. She's never met me. Oh, this is one of those, thank goodness for Facebook it's a stories. Facebook, it's a Facebook hookup. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> do you do that often? <laughs> Lots of times. Oh, girl. <laughs> so Angela has never met me, and I don't think she's ever met you in person. So she comes up with this logo, and I saw it, and the first thing I I fell in love with the logo because it really, you know, it, it went to what we were talking about and what we had in our... It's sassy. It's sassy, it's hip, it's groovy. But then she gave me a big ass. <laughs> she gave me a Kardashian butt. Well, I... So I call her up and I... It's a lot less expensive than going and having it done. Oh my gosh, but here's the thing. Michelle has more junk in the trunk than I do. The white girl has... Watch m- it, girl. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the thing is, the girl sitting across from me has more junk in the trunk. And so I called up Angela. She started laughing. She says, Doreen, that was not my intent. Do you want to change it? Um, she's like, no, no, no. I don't want to change it. I'm going to leave it like that. So when you see our logo, when it debuts... It's going to be absolutely hilarious because I have the black girl Kardashian butt and Michelle has the 20 years younger. Uh, she, I, and I thank her for that. She definitely made me look 20 years younger and I'm, I have no complaints. I know you do Except that now I look like one of those realtors that keeps the same photo for 40 years <laughs> oh my and gosh. that is not the intent in my world. Don't you hate that? But anyway, yeah, it's a cute logo. I was when I saw it, I had to giggle and laugh, and that that was just fun. It it's a was, fun logo. it was. So, Angela, thank you, thank you, thank you. You did really great. Um, I love my butt. I'm keeping my butt, even though in reality I have none. <laughs> so, I'm going to keep that one and just maybe tell people, you know, there, there. So, and and of course, Michelle is what twenty years younger looking. Hey, all works. She is, Angela did a fantastic job. So we're giving her a shout out this morning. Thanks, Angela. We love you. um, I love it. And I love you. If you have anyone that's looking for a creative person to do a logo, get in touch with us because Angela is the girl. She's just amazing. Good deal. So let's talk about what the show, so we talk about the logo. We talk about how the logo came about. So want to talk about what we intend to do with the show and like where we're going to take the show? Well, I think one of the things that um, has already been kind of mentioned is we're all about lifestyles. Now, our company that we're with is Real Living, the Hatmaker Group. Yeah. And Real Living is not well known in the Houston area. Correct. But we are part of the whole family that Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate and Intero Real Estate mm-hmm. is a part of. We're sister companies. And one of... That's the guy that they call him the Oracle of Omaha, right. Warren Buffett. I, I say Warren's our boss. <laughs> um, but 
what the differences and the nuances between those three companies obviously is, you know, Berkshire Hathaway lends itself to, um, I guess, kind of a more established type of a real estate firm. Intero is kind of the young, I, I would say more urbanite, like urbanite, you know, millennial kind of approach. And then real living is exactly what it says. It's about real living. It's about that that middle segment um, up to the luxury homes. And we have an, a, an amazing, amazing luxury home program for mm-hmm. the homes that are a million plus. But real living is exactly what it says. It's about real living. So we talked about focusing on our community. Yep. The lifestyle, what Galveston County has to offer, and uh, and leaning in that direction. So it, even though we'll be discussing real estate and and we'll be throwing the statistics in and what the market is doing, we'll be featuring uh, some homes that we find interesting or exciting. We'll even be bringing other realtors on the show. Yes, yes. And and so this this concept, I love the concept because it's not only about lifestyles, it's what's happening in the communities right. where we live, work, and play. And I write, my column is all about community in the Galveston Daily News. So I'm giving the shout out to the Galveston County Daily News. But, you know, why is it, you know, we're coming to you from the beautiful city of Kima, Texas. Absolutely. So Kima, Texas is so different from, let's say, Galveston, Texas. You know, and that's one of the amazing things about Galveston County that I, you know, I want to share with the universe is Galveston County is made up of oh. very very defined segments. Correct. And and you have everything that you could possibly imagine here. Of course, Kima is known for the boardwalk and all the restaurants and the entertainment that is provided, but um, it's also, it's a huge, there are huge marinas here. So we see some amazing boating yep. opportunities. And then fishing, people that love to fish offshore, start here and head out, or even local in Clear Lake. So Galveston, you know, I, I lived in Galveston for 17 years. I call it my happy place. I love the island. I raised my family there. But Galveston is known, of course, for its beaches. But I have family members who go like this. I'm not going in that water. But then we have people who come from all over the world who go in the water. Right. And Galveston, most people don't necessarily realize or understand. It's a very cultural community as well. We have the Grand 1894 Opera House with everything from opera, literally, to uh, the... Oak Ridge Boys. I mean, and exactly and live theater and amazing entertainment. The restaurants in Galveston are amazing. Oh my gosh, um, we yeah. have so many things to choose from. Yeah, museums. People come to Galveston Art walk. just to do museum tours. So Galveston and Kima, even though they both offer waterfront type, they're two different cities. You have, and I can say this because I love my city of Galveston, but you have people in Galveston who. They don't leave the island. They're quite content. They never not to leave. They I've nev- met people I that have the never last crossed time the I have some friends. The last time they left the island, Michelle, was 2008 with Hurricane Ike, and that's because they were forced they off. They had to. And you just said something a lot of a lot of listeners may not be aware of either, and that is Galveston is an island. Yes. It is officially... It's a barrier island. And I, an island. Yes. It is not a city... 
south of Houston, yeah. it's more than that. What is it, 28 miles long, 25 miles long, something, something like, like that. that? And four point something at its widest mm-hmm. with about 40,000 people. I know those stats. That's right. So, but Galveston is very eclectic. And, it is. you know, you have the historia, historical homes, you have the seawall, you have the strand, you have, you know, Lost Bio Silk Stocking District, That's the right. museums. And so, but the Galvestonians are quite interesting because this, the majority of them have no desire to cross over the causeway. That's the bridge that connects the mainland to the island. The BOIs. The BOIs, I call it born, what is it? Born, born, on, on, the, or, born on the island. Or BOIs. off the island. <laughs> no, don't, <laughs> don't tread on those toes. But, but the people are warm and friendly and giving mm-hmm. and embracing the community. And so you have some of the most hip, people going on in Galveston whereas in Kima it's a they're warm friendly and hip but it's a completely different lifestyle it is a different lifestyle you're close to Johnson Space Center correct so you have you have a lot of the um people that have come into the community for that we also have a huge medical community here they now that the the Houston Medical Center is not the only medical center right, here in one. League City mm-hmm. which is immediately adjacent to Kima you have the innovation quarter, quarter yeah. and that's where a lot of the hospitals are starting to build. So we have, we have the, and I just want to say the white picket fence community up here. And oh that's my gosh, you're using that word again. <laughs> watch it. Well, I can't say black picket fence. Somebody's going to come and pick it. So, so Girl, you can say whatever you want to say. <laughs> So, you know, Kima and League City, Dickinson, those areas have a different flavor. Then you have Texas City. You have, you know, the heart, the heartbeat of America, literally. We have petroleum. That's right. 25% of um, oil, oil and gas is produced right here in Texas City. And the ports, the Galveston ports and the Texas City ports are where a lot of our fuel, well, the cruises coming out of Galveston maybe not at the moment, but they will again. But this is where um, our military fuel comes in. So this area I has did a not huge, know that. Yes, this has a huge impact on the economy of the entire nation. Yeah. And, and so this is an area that we are working diligently to protect from storm damage because it does affect the economy of of the entire U.S. in many ways. So there's so much going on. Don't forget Santa Fe. We've got to talk and about Hitchcock Santa Fe. And Hitchcock and Lamarck. That's right. You know, and Friendswood. It's Friendswood part of Galveston County, or a portion is. It's half, well, I don't want to say half and half, but part of Friendswood is in Galveston County and part is in Harris County. The north part of the creek yeah. is Harris. But yes, Galveston County. And Friendswood is known, and, and League City, um, Clear Creek School District, Friendswood School District CCISD. are known for their amazing, uh, the amazing programs that they have and their rankings. Yeah, so, my friend Dr. Smith is, has retired. Did Greg from, retire? Greg retired, yes, from CCISD. Yeah, he started in Galveston. We were in Rotary together. Wow, great man, absolutely amazing, amazing. Oh yes, person. I love, I love his, um, his warmth his embrace mm-hmm. he will take the time to talk even to little old me oh my goodness yeah yeah and he knows my name so hey i, I have arrived <laughs> he's a he's a yeah very I sincere love him. person i love him but you know 
we want to make sure that we cover all the cities, San Leon, Bay Cliff, Kima, and each city. I love that you brought that up, Michelle, because each city in Galveston County, um, they are unique yes. in their own way. And so we want to spotlight the communities and the lifestyle in those communities on our show because each community, you know, you would have a, a Victorian home in Galveston. We know of one right now in Avenue, what, N? Mm-hmm. Beautiful house that takes up a whole ha- city block almost. Right. M- massive, massive. Whereas you will not find that home in Santa Fe or Bay Cliff because the, the histories of those communities or right. even a uh, 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 Friendswood. Correct. Because the cities are, are not as old as Galveston. Correct. And like I said a minute ago, it's just amazing to see that our county encompasses so many different um, lifestyles. You know, we consider, and it's not necessarily stereo, stereotyping, but we consider Santa Fe to be more of country, people that prefer to so have So they say acreage. like this, country. <laughs> acreage they don't really want neighbors they want to have you know that agricultural Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, um, exemption on their taxes they want to have the ag tax exemption have some cows and horses that's right and there's nothing wrong with that that's right and there's and the Galveston County Fair and Rodeo is correct out there out there then My friend ha- Sam Collins have, um, um, what is the it? Orchard. The Orchard, Stringfellow Orchard. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sam, I'm giving you a shout out. It's right there on Highway 6. And who would think in Hitchcock, exactly. there would be such an amazing property because Hitchcock's very small. It's growing and there are a lot of really good you things You close your eyes and there. you miss it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that the whole communities are so diverse. And then you, you know, you look at Galveston and then there is, I'm going back to my my happy place. Yes. Galveston has two sides to it, or maybe three. You have the east end of Galveston, which is densely populated, and it's the older part of Galveston. The historic the, district, the, his, the UTMB. UTMB is there. Which is a the, whole other world. You know, yes, we'll talk about that again in next time. But then you have the Strand area and Midtown, which is kind of like in the, you know, a completely different section. Loft living, exactly. restaurants. Restaurants. Um, sidewalk cafes and coffee houses. And then you go on the west end of Galveston and you have Pirates Beach, Jamaica Beach, and all the beaches, which is is complete. (laughs) Your phone's talking to you. My phone is talking to me, (laughs) which is completely different. Um, It's a more um, upscale kind of. The homes are raised. They're beach homes. They're weekenders. Mm -hmm. Second homes, weekenders, although a lot of locals do live out there too. I did. That's right. I did for many years, loved it. So, you know, and then you have League City. League City has two sides to it, or maybe more than two, but I'm I'm very conscious of two of them. Well, you have East and West, and they're very competitive. And, (laughs) you know, you have I-45 separating East and West. And my son lives on the West End. It's more um, West side of League City. It's more... um, younger folks than the east side of league city but he couldn't care less about what's going on on the other side of 45 that's right it's amazing to see that but that's absolutely true it's almost like you have two cities in one yes yes he couldn't care that they're fighting to get a library and what i just live here and most (laughs) folks in league city work elsewhere they do that's true they either drive to galveston 
to UTMB or they drive to Houston. And then they come back here. And they come back here. That's right. So the cities are quite different. So our goal is to bring the lifestyles. To you. To to the audience. Yes. Some of our favorites. I call them my faves in those cities, whether it's my favorite restaurant, my favorite boutique. I love to shop the little stores and support small businesses. Um, Each of those cities have their own chambers of commerce. Yes. Uh, We know lots of folks in the chamber of commerce, the oldest chamber of commerce. I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Gina Spagnola at uh, Galveston Regional Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. They are celebrating their 175 years. It's amazing. Kudos, kudos. That's an amazing job. But each city, you know, we have Dwan Claiborne in League City. We have... Uh, you know, so many people. We have Hitchcock uh, Chamber. We have Texas City. Is Texas huge. City. Jenny Center, my friend, she is retiring. Oh, that's right. She's retiring on December thirty first. We're going to miss her. I was going to say that's going to be a a sad day and yet a happy day. Yes. So that's Texas City Lamarck Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. So every city um, in Texas City, Paige Michael is the new. Uh, president mm-hmm. and I think she came from like the Brenham area somewhere around there just amazing woman but everywhere then you have Kima does Kima have a chamber of commerce yes I believe they do yeah. yes the building's right oh, there here you go yes I have we have to go in and we meet do them. Yeah. absolutely so every city has their own Doug thing. is gonna say shame on us for not knowing that I know Doug Sorry, Doug, Doug makes us look good <laughs> Greg makes us sound good that's right <laughs> But no, now that I've put my foot in my mouth, and That's not right. know, but I, we have to go and meet the folks at Kima Chamber of Commerce. So you have all of these little pieces together that really, truly makes Galveston County a unique mm-hmm. place. And that all of that fits into real estate. Yes. It, it does. And we decided we did not want this to be a show about statistics and numbers only. And that's why we're sharing what the community is about yeah. because we hope that you as our listeners will make your way to Galveston County at some point whether it's for work or pleasure usually it's mainly you know to come down here and visit the the beaches or to to go boating but we want to be able or to shop or to shop but we want to be able to share or go to the grand and take in a show that's right you know there's so many things that that um Kima I do know this about Kima Kima is only four square miles. Yes. That I know. And I've been, I grew up in the the Seabrook area, which is just over the big bridge right here in Kima. And I can remember when Kima was not the Kima that it is today. There used to be nothing but fish houses down here on the, where the boardwalk is. Uh And I can remember the drawbridge. And for those of you that grew up in Clear Lake, this bridge here is, in my mind, because I was a child, it's like five times the size of the drawbridge and you used to have to sit in line and And wait wait. for that drawbridge and you would hear the ding of the bell and you'd see the sailboats circling because they couldn't get under the bridge coming out of the marinas in Clear Lake. But Kima used to be so low lying and the elevation was so low that I can remember going with my parents into the fish house and walking through the water during high tide in the fish houses to go buy fish. 
I mean, they would still keep working. The water would come up into the the shops, mm-hmm. and you'd go in and buy your food. Sounds like Venice. It was. It was just. Wow. It's just vivid in my mind. I remember that. So the broad the the drawbridge reminds me of the Pelican Island drawbridge. Remember? Yes, you, and it still mm-hmm. is. I think it still is. Yeah, commissioners really didn't get we, anything. We don't talk politics on this show. We just talk. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. We so, don't do politics and religion. So the the bridge, yeah, yeah. it used to be a drawbridge. And yeah. you'd sit there and you'd turn your car off and roll down your windows when you didn't have electronic windows back in the day. And you just kind of pull out the newspaper when it was actually on paper and you'd read it and wait. Those were the days. Yeah. Wow. It's changed a so lot. So now you have Kima is this, you know, beautiful city, but again, it's called prog- progress and growth. You don't expect the city to remain the same because then it's called change. And one of the things that has made this area grow so much, of course, is the transition mm-hmm. of Kima. But League City is what the third fastest growing city in, in the, the United mm-hmm. States. It's the largest um, city in Galveston County. It is. From population size. I think we have about a hundred and almost approaching 110,000 people. Correct. Yeah. But yeah. it's the fastest growing. So there is a draw to this area that people are moving. And here. I have to give a shout out to our mayor, Mayor Hallisey, our good friend, Mayor Hallisey. How are you? And of course, Janice Hallisey, because when I, I shopped the, and talked to her about the black and white and real estate, she was like, go for it, girl. You got it. <laughs> so Janice and, and Pat. Good morning, and thank you for your support. Absolutely. Janice was one of the first people that I met when I moved to Galveston, because like I said, I grew up in the Clear Lake, well, Seabrook area, right across the bridge. And uh, we moved, right after getting married, we moved to the island. And Janice was the very first person to take me under her wing. Mm -hmm. She introduced me to people in the community. She helped with, I was producing the Miss Galveston pageant at that time, and she helped. And Pat was my very first MC when we produced that event. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Well, Janice did the same for me and Pat when I came to League City. Uh, You know, for a long time, people thought that I lived in League City. I remember that. (laughs) And now that I actually live in League City, they think you live in Galveston. <laughs> My world this is true, but but Pat and Janice are just an amazing example yeah. of the type of people that are in our leadership yeah. here in our communities, yeah. and we have you know several other leaders throughout the community that are just as warm and amazing as they are. Yes, and and that's what makes each city. So when we de- when we decided to do the show, we're going to focus on the the various cities in Galveston County and you know, what is it that makes those community so unique from a lifestyle perspective, from, you know, whether it's a restaurant, um, an an event, or, you know, whatever that that city is known for. One of the other things I'd like to introduce to our listeners is that we're going to have a community corner. Yes. And so I was thinking, Michelle, we can do that the last Friday of every month, where we invite one of the local nonprofits and, and, you know, you can tell us who's your favorite once our Facebook and Instagram pages are up and running, which should be shortly. Um, you can tell us who your favorite nonprofit is, and then we bring them on and have them tell us or share with our listeners, you know, what is it that they 
services or products or what is it that they provide for the community and how it benefits and impacts the community? I think that's so important. It really is. And you, you especially see that now you see that now it's so there are so many people in need Mm -hmm. for many different things and the nonprofits are in need too it's well the nonprofits have taken it on the chin they really have but yet they're still out working and giving and that is what is so incredibly amazing yes you know whether it's the food bank um the salvation army Mm -hmm. uh, you know anchor point to give give our friends a shout out hey Uh, debbie you know we love you you know, all of those folks combined together, just to name a few, but mm-hmm. there, there are many, many more that, um, you know, last night or the other night I was on with my friend Sheena uh, from um, the Epilepsy Foundation and her son, Mr. T, whom I've known before he was a teenager, he's 18 now. Um, you know, she talked about what they're doing in their very young foundation to help others. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important to recognize because... Without those organizations in our community, there's a void. Correct. Well, and and even some of our nonprofits here are right now in the process of helping Louisiana. I was speaking yes. with one of our commissioners, Joe Juicy, the yes. other day. Hey, Joe. And um, he that's while, my favorite commish. I know he's awesome. <laughs> so we were on the phone, and I could hear him. Uh, I said, what are you up to? And he said, well, I'm at Lighthouse. I'm prepping. We're getting ready to head to Louisiana. And you could hear everybody working in the yeah. background and loading up trailers. Then he called back from the road. And he's like, yeah, we just passed through Vinton. We're heading to Sulphur. We've got a truckload of stuff. And that was one of the things I wanted to mention to our team at Real Living is he's going to find out what the needs are over yeah. there. And then we will take a trip Anybody from our office that wants to go or anybody else that wants to join Maybe us. Maybe we'll share it on, on, on our next show. We're going to take a trip, uh, load up in the morning, go and serve with Lighthouse Charity Team, and then we'll come back that night. I think that's so important because I remember her. I, I went through my first hurricane ever was Hurricane I. Well, that's a welcome to Galveston. Oh, yeah. Boy, that was a big one. Yeah. I, yeah. And I remember USO being out in Jamaica Beach and, you know, they were... So, Every morning we could go and have breakfast mm-hmm. or coffee or water or pick up ice. And, you know, it's the reason why I give back. Yes. Because they were there. Yes. And that's me. how I was first introduced to yeah. Lighthouse. And I didn't really get involved with them and didn't know them. That was the first time I saw them because they were originally out of Friendswood. I see. That is where their home base was. And they came down and they would set up their trailers and serve food. They would serve you know, during certain times and the food was amazing. And so I later became involved with the organization and it has grown so incredibly Mm -hmm. large. The amount. My friend Lorraine is out there. Yes. And the one thing I love about them is every bit of that organization is volunteer based. Mm -hmm. Nobody takes a paycheck. Nobody takes a salary. Um, Everybody volunteers and and gives and they have been a huge support system in all kinds of disaster and situations. that's what makes our community so unique so when we say focus on lifestyle we're just not talking about the lifestyle of the rich and famous we're talking that's about right. well maybe there's some famous people in, in 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 our midst but oh you have no idea the number of celebrities that own property around here that's, do you well we we, we we can flush those out. 
<laughs> Although I heard that Beyonce had and and um had property in Jamaica Beach, but I've never seen her. Clay there was, Walker. Yep. I've seen him. Yep, Clay Walker. And so there are lots of, but when we say lifestyle, yes, if we find some celebrities, we'll share it with with our listeners. But it's really everyday, ordinary people in our communities doing extraordinary things. That's right. And what is it that, you know, makes the little engine go, go and grow? Whether it is why, you know, it's a real estate show the black and white of real estate, but it's what happens behind the scene. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things and and they're funny and sometimes they're not so funny, but we're going to bring you some of that. Um, What are the people in in those communities? What are they doing to make our world a better place? Right. Uh, You know, how are they giving back? What is their impact on their communities? You know, I, um, I would never forget when my friend Jimmy Haley passed away a few years ago as the president of Texas City Lamarck Chamber. It was like a collective inhaling of, oh my, mm-hmm. you know, and he had left such a void. But as a void that someone came in and, and Jenny filled that void so seamlessly. So every one of us in our communities, whether it's a Pat Hallisey, you know, my friend um, Mayor Bobby Hawking in Lamarck, uh, Sam Collins in Hitchcock, all of those folks, whether it's, you know, um, here in Kima, everyone serves a purpose. And it's almost like we all wrap our arms around each other. And oh, I'm yes. not saying we're kumbaya by any means. <laughs> you have some of the most contentious City council meetings I call that you it will dysfunctional. find anywhere, believe me. Yes. But, but the core nature are of good. the people here is to wrap their arms around each other, lift each other up, yeah. and move forward. Yeah. Um, and, and we saw that during Harvey, especially. Well, we, which was, we saw it during Harvey. We saw it in Ike. And now we're seeing it through, um, COVID-19. through COVID-19. We are. And, you know, everyone is leaning in and helping. Uh, they're bringing you know, positive things to the table, whether it's, um, here's where you get testing. I know in Galveston, the chamber is out, out in, in the community, same in League City. Raising up the businesses, promoting the businesses. promoting the businesses. And you know, what's been amazing too, going back to the, the core premise of the show as well is real estate. Yeah. What has happened in real estate has been absolutely unbelievable here. I don't know what it's like in other parts of the country. You hear the media, say that everybody's hurting and things are horrible and real estate's going to crash but i can honestly say that i have i have never been busier since this has all started well and that's because there's a main street and a wall street and we live in main street that's right absolutely but there are two streets Home activity, home sales, inventory is low. And it's not because people aren't giving up their homes to sell necessarily. It's because once they do, they're gone just instantaneously. They have multiple buyers. And I have people buying homes from seeing it on the internet. Mm -hmm. They they see a house and they're like, I don't care. Just put a contract in on it. I want a place for my family to go, especially in Galveston. Yeah. That market has been... hot, hot, hot. 
People want a place to go if we ever have to quarantine again. They don't want to get stuck in their home. They want something close to the beach, close to the water, open air. They want their personal getaway. And even if it's a condo, they're yeah. even willing to do a condo. They want their kids. To, um, I just spoke with someone who is looking for a condo in Galveston because um, they want their kids to be able to at home schooling, but have some outlet out in the, Absolutely. In the open. And that is yeah. Um, it's just been amazing and incredible to see how people have reacted to all of this. And then too, the fact that I guess 2008 probably taught everybody to save their money and to be careful how they manage their funds. And now they have this money set aside and they're like, well, let's just put it here. Cause you, you can't really necessarily go wrong in real estate. It may take a dip. But it's which it's, we've seen. Yeah, but it's the bedrock of a financial, yeah, an asset that is there for you. Well, in the in the remaining time we have, so our premise to you and our commitment to you, our listeners, is to it's a show about real estate. But I promise you, it's not going to be a real estate show where you roll your eyes because we're bringing you stats and numbers and you know. Um, language it definitely that, won't be boring language that, you know I like to tell everyone as a newbie in um, realtor every time you hear a word a new word in real estate that you don't understand in your everyday language like escrow like appraisal like earnest money there's title. A, a title um, title insurance there's a number there's a dollar sign attached to it yes think about it every one of those terms in my world, there's a dollar sign. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk, give you tips and information on real estate, what's happening in the real estate community. We'll showcase some um, properties that are our faves and contacts, um, sponsors as well. But we'll also talk about our community. Absolutely. And we I look forward to getting input from our listeners. Oh, yes. I certainly want to know what the listeners want to hear about and uh, value their comments as we move through this amazing new journey. Yes, and we want to hear from the nonprofits as well. If you have a favorite nonprofit, last Friday of every month is going to be our community corner. Um, We hope to grow this and offer a service to... um, business owners um, showcase some of the favorite things and favorite businesses and restaurants in our communities. Michelle? I I look forward to it. I think it's going to be an exciting time for all of us. Yeah, and we'll tell you more about the black and white of real estate and how we came about and then learn a little bit more about Michelle, the dynamic woman she is. And I'm, I'm just her peon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Look who's talking here. You, mm-mm, I don't think so. I, I, I just come you're, on. You're the you're the lead girl in this show. I just come on and enjoy the fun, and I drink margaritas too. I make a killer margarita. That I can I can definitely so, say is accurate. Until next time. Absolutely. We just we thank you for joining us today. It's been great. I look forward to the next one, and we look forward to Friday 10 a.m. Yes, that's it. Every Friday 10 a.m. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. This was fun. Thanks, Doreen. And Greg is making us look, and well, Doug makes us look good. Greg makes us sound good. Thank you. Have a great week.